Sold on sports here, y'all. Hump day. And the Clippers are going home out of the bubble. They fought hard, but in the end, they quit. They were up 3-1 against the Denver Nuggets. And the Nuggets came back from double-digit deficit in each game and finished off the Clippers. I believe they won the game by 20 points last night. At the end of the game, Kawhi and Paul George were sitting on the bench. I believe they had a combined 24 points between those two in a closeout game. You had 24 points, and you let Jamal Murray, point guard for the Denver Nuggets, hit 40-plus points on you yesterday. The Clippers are broken. Can they be fixed? Don't know. Uh, Is Doc Rivers the problem? Hmm. Great coach. Uh, is he a great coach? Or is it, is it, you know, coaching is a little overrated in the NBA as far as I'm concerned. Is Doc Rivers a great coach or is he just that cool uncle that everyone likes in the family, but he's not tough enough on, the, on his nephews to make things where they need to be? Uh, everyone has one of those in their family, a guy that's really cool and everyone likes him. But it's time to really get tough and get down to the nitty-gritty. He's not able to do that. And it seems like Doc Rivers might be that guy. He's apparently, I'm not in locker room with him, of course, but from everyone I've heard talk about him, he seems to be a great guy and a player's coach. Hey, man, you don't want to practice today? Ah, it's all good, man. Just rest up. We don't need you to play today. Kawhi, you want to take off 15, 20 games during the season? All the load management you want. Go ahead and have at it. But when the more games you play as a team, the better your chemistry gets. And the Clippers sat out so many. They, they didn't play too many games as a, as a complete unit because of injuries and load management. Through the regular season, when they got to the bubble, they struggled. And when they got to the playoffs, they struggled. They struggled in the first round with the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks had hurt players, and they were still giving the Clippers hell. Uh, the Clippers ended up beating them at the end, but the Mavericks just showed that this Clippers team is not what everyone thought they were. And I'm accused of the same thing. I actually picked the Clippers to go to the championship. I was wrong. Uh, chemistry is very important in the world of sports. The Miami Heat are winning playoff series because of their chemistry. The Denver Nuggets are winning playoff series because of their chemistry. They have less talent than some of these teams that they've beaten, but they, their chemistry is there. Reminds me of the uh, one of the dream teams we sent over to play basketball. It was uh, Larry Brown, I think Larry Brown coach team. They had all these great NBA players on the roster, but they didn't know how to play together. Having a lot of great players and no one knows a real role, in the end it's going to bite you. So we end up getting beat uh, in the Olympics by a team. Uh, that we were better than, talent-wise. But they had more chemistry. So what the Olympics started to do, say, hey, man, if we're going to send these guys over here, we need the guys to commit to being on the Olympic team ahead of time so we can get some real practice time and get some real chemistry. And that's what the Clippers need to do. Starting next season, when it does start, uh, in December, around Christmas time, what I've been hearing, they really need to think about this chemistry thing. They need to play together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go in the room and play. That's what they need to do. They need to work on their chemistry. They can only get that done on the court. 
um, Kawhi, Paul George, the great players, but they need to have more playing time together, more, more, more hours in the gym together. They can work on their chemistry. Um, Kawhi's he's not that vocal leader that you're gonna hit <laughs> some teams need. I don't know if anybody else on that team is. You got um some of their players are a little bit more outspoken than some of the other guys on the roster. Patrick Beverly is that comes to mind right away. He's very, very outspoken, but he's also not very productive on the court. The man to talk all this trash about he's this, he's that. I'm one of the best defending guards in the league. And he scores two points a game and fouls out. Normally, during the playoffs, he has more fouls, more technicals than points. Uh, He spends his whole first half sitting on the bench because he's always in foul trouble. He's over-aggressive. There's nothing wrong with being aggressive on on the basketball court. But sometimes your aggression can get you sitting on the bench with the coach. And you ain't helping your team sitting on the, over there on the bench. You need to be out on the court helping your team out. So he's one of their issues. They just gave him a contract. So I don't see him going anywhere. Uh, Paul George and Kawhi are only locked in for one more year, I believe. They can opt out after next season. If I'm not mistaken, they can opt out. So we'll see how, what they can do. Uh, uh, Harold is also their sixth man of the year. He's also... Uh, a free agent. Don't know what's going to happen with him. Are they going to pay him big money? He kind of he didn't play too well in the playoffs. There, man. He's a good. He's one of their energy guys, but he didn't give him much energy this year in the playoffs. So he, I'm not saying he's a big issue, but he's one of the guys that might not be there next year. And the most thing, the thing that bothered me the most out of this whole situation with the Clippers after the game. They asked Paul George uh, in the press conference about them not winning the championship, not them not moving on from this series. And he said this is this team was not a, a championship or bust basketball team. We're building something here. You're only saying that, bro, because you lost. If you're not in it to win a championship every year, especially with the talent you have on your team, you need to refocus, brother, because all you should be concerned yourself is trying to win a championship. You never would have heard the greats. Even these guys nowadays that are great players say that, oh, uh, it's not a championship bust. You know, it's okay that we didn't win. We'll, we'll try again next year. No, nah, bro. We're going all in. This is something that you're passionate about. You love the game of basketball. You're supposed to be out there showing your love by going out there and dominating and beating the team that you should have beaten. Playoff P. Like my son called him, Pandemic Paul George. That's more like it. Because he didn't go out there and show nothing for the playoffs. Like Chuck, like Charles Barkley said, call yourself playoff P. You don't show up in the playoffs. It's like calling, Charles Barkley says, like me calling myself championship Chuck. Ain't no one on championships. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't be out there putting your name on something and you ain't showing up. You put your name on that, you better show up and show out. Because he sure ain't been doing that. It's one thing for sure. <laughs> so the Clippers are done. Now we got the uh, Nuggets and Lakers in the West Final. Who would have thunk it? I can definitely see the Lakers there, but I am really surprised that the Nuggets are there. I know they were a good basketball team. Didn't think they were ready for the prime time, but they're there. 
give him some credit, man. And and now the, the the Clippers are getting clowned by some of the Portland Trailblazers. That you know they were teasing the Trailblazers about going home early, how they beat them in the playoffs, blah blah blah, and that. Now look at them. Look at you now. Look at you. It ain't no fun when when it's, when this old shoe is on the other foot, is it? You talking all that trash? You gotta be able to back it up, man. If you're gonna talk that talk, you gotta walk that walk. And they definitely didn't do that in the playoffs. They didn't walk. No one's walked. They're walking themselves right out of the bubble on the plane back to La La Land. So, Lakers, Nuggets, and the West Final should be very interesting. I'll get into that. But before that, we're going to get into the Eastern Conference Championship that got started yesterday. We got the Boston Celtics and the Miami and the underdog Miami Heat. If it was a regular series, this game would have been game one in Boston, but we're in the bubble. So there's no home court. And the Miami Heat, that team I talked about, that chemistry, them goons, them dogs they got on that roster, them no-name players. The only players you can really think of that are, that are potential superstars on that team is Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler said they asked him about bringing family down to the bubble so you can be more comfortable. Jimmy Butler said, I don't bring family to a business meeting. This is business trip, baby. We're down here to win the championship. We're not here to hang out with our kids. We hang out with our kids and family when we get back. That means he means business. And I believe me, Pat Riley loves that. Pat Riley loves that mentality. He wants you to be basketball 24-7. And that's how Pat Riley got those championships, and he's trying to mold these guys. Uh, I know Pat Riley's not the coach, but he's the, he's the president of the, of the team, probably picked all the players, and he has a lot to say, so what goes on in that locker room. But I'm pretty sure he's loving that attitude and hoping that that's rubbing off on some of the uh, younger players on the roster. Younger players are easily uh, influenced, so I'm pretty sure they're all feeling the same way. There are so many young guys on that roster that probably don't have kids and wives and stuff like that, so uh, they can just really focus on basketball. And, and so far, uh, they're looking good, baby. They've only lost a couple games in the playoffs, period. They lost a player overtime game to the Milwaukee Bucks in the second round. And I think that's it. They didn't look they swept the first round. They beat Philly the first round. Second round, they lost to Milwaukee, which they should have won that game because Giannis didn't play. But they didn't. And now they're up 1-0 in the Eastern Conference Championship, baby. And it's looking good for them moving forward. Boston's got a nice roster. They got a nice, nice young, super, potential superstars. Uh, but Miami's come to play, man. If if Boston wins the Eastern Conference this year, they are going to earn it because Miami is not going to lay down for nothing. They're going to come out there and they're going to bring it every night. And that you got you to respect them for that. Uh, they built this roster really nice, man. They got a good mixture of... Uh, uh, Bigs and outside shooters that can knock down clutch jumpers. Jimmy Butler's that that go to guy you go at the at go to at the end of the game. They got it all on that roster, man. And that block my man had on him at the end of the game. You can't ask for much more than that, man. So the Miami Heat are one game closer to going back to the NBA Finals. First time since they had LeBron. Or, Wade and Bosch, the, the Heatles, or whatever you want to call them, they're trying to get themselves back to the uh, NBA Finals, and now they're three games uh, away from that. The NFL, y'all. <laughs> so much crazy stuff that went on, man. Uh, my predictions, 
my upset special was right. And I did pick uh, the Arizona Cardinals to win. And they took care of business, man. They went, they went uh, on the road and beat them 49ers. Uh, mind you, it wasn't much of a crowd issue because there was no fans in the crowd. I only believe only a couple teams had fans. I want to say it was Jacksonville and the Broncos. The Broncos were only allowing family and close friends at the game. But uh, Jacksonville were allowed so many fans, which is weird. You would think Florida, they wouldn't do it because of the whole the coronavirus really spiked down there. But Jacksonville said, whatever, let's go do this. So they had fans uh, in the stands. Sorry, y'all got to take a drink. Yeah, man, but NBA, NFL was crazy, man. Week one, football's back, baby. I'm loving it. I can't wait till Thursday. We can get some more football back on. Uh, it was good. Uh, the Cowboys, as usual, did a choke job. Uh, different coach. New weapon on offense. Same results. The Cowboys are a very entertaining football team, man. You got to give them credit for every time you watch them dudes, they're going to give you an entertaining game. Entertaining game. They're going to they gonna one way or the other, it's going to be close. They're not good enough to blow out too many teams. But they, they will find a way to have the ball at the end and potentially win or potentially blow a game. So that's why they put them on prime time. But they, got a lot of, they got a lot of fans, so uh, people are going to be watching. And this time, they watched them lose. So they went down 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 against those those Los Angeles Rams so that's one loss they can they can count in their books for this year and I'm pretty sure it's going to be plenty more to come after that cuz that team's got a lot of got, them, them teams got more holes in it than a, uh, a spaghetti strainer <laughs> you know what I'm saying so they're going to lose a lot of football games um Getting in some of the other games we had in week one. They had the Chargers uh, winning on the road, 16 to 13. We need still need more out of that quarterback, man. Chargers, you got a quarterback. You got a, you, you drafted a rookie, but you put a veteran in there thinking he's going to hold it down a little bit before. But Tyrod Taylor, man, 16 out of 30 for 208 yards. No interceptions, but no touchdowns either. But hey, man, that, that rookie sitting back there like chomping at the bit. Ready to get back, get in that game. You better show them something. You're going to be back on the bench again, brother. So you got to show up. Buccaneers, Saints, baby, divisional game. The Saints took care of business 34 23. Buccaneers looked a little out of sorts. Tom Brady's first game, their first drive of the game, they drove down the field. Tom Brady scored a touchdown, running touchdown. So, uh oh, Tom Brady. Uh oh, they didn't do much after that. The Saints looked really good, as usual. Mike Thomas got banged up in this game. He, he might be out multiple weeks, but they won. Uh, and the Saints, as usual, they're a player. They're a regular season juggernaut. Not so much in the in the in the playoffs, but in the regular season, they haven't been. It's only one loss for the Buccaneers, and I'm pretty sure they'll be back. No problem with that. Steelers and Giants, 26-16. Not much to say about this game. Big Ben is back. He's an old veteran, and he looked old. He, they won. Big Ben looks like he ain't gonna last the whole season, man. Maybe just knocking off a lot of rust. He missed almost the whole season last year, so maybe that's all they need to knock that rust off of him. And we'll see what happens. They took care of the Giants. The Patriots and Dolphins. The Patriots won their first game at home of uh, the season. Uh, no Tom Brady. No problem, baby. They took care of business. They had Cam. 
Cam took care of business on them boys yesterday. On Sunday, Cam t- Cam scored a couple of rushing touchdowns, and he looked good. And it wouldn't be Cam Newton without some controversy. Apparently, one of the, some of the defensive players from the Dolphins tried to snatch his chain, like Debo style, uh, off his neck during the game. Uh, Cam is a great quarterback, man, but he's one of those guys that kind of rub it the wrong way. So it wouldn't shock me that they didn't try to snatch his chain like uh, Crabtree got his chain snatched by Talib, the corner from the Dolphins. So that's not shocking that it happened or tried to happen to Cam. He's one of those guys that, that rubs people the wrong way. So him getting his chain potentially snatched, not very surprising. Uh, Titans and Broncos, Snorefest, y'all. Titans won 16 to 14. It was a late Monday night game. I guess they will put that one on late for a reason. They figured many people weren't going to watch it. Uh, I watched a little bit of the game. I watched most of the highlights the next morning. Uh, they took care of business. They won at the end of the game. Even they had three or four missed field goals in that game. They still find a way to win, which is, uh, don't know if that's a credit to the team. Or they need to think about getting rid of that <laughs> kicker already. That's the guy that that guy from the uh, from the uh, New England Patriots. He was there for years and years. Potential Hall of Fame uh, kicker because he kicked with the Dolphins. I mean, with the Dolphins. I'm sorry, with the Patriots for years. Won them Super Bowls and all that other good stuff. But he hit him when he had to. Like Shaq said in free throws, I hit my free throws when I have to hit them. He took care of business, and they finally uh, pulled the game out at the end. A lot of good football games on this past Sunday, y'all. The Washington football team upset the Philadelphia Eagles 27-17. The, the, almost said it, almost said it. The football team won 27-17, like I said. Uh, Dwayne Haskins played okay. Played better in the second half than he did the first, but Carson Wentz kept giving up them, kept giving the ball up. Man, two interceptions, a fumble. He got sacked eight times. Uh, I don't know if that's a testament to the uh, Washington football team's D line, which I think is going to be excellent this year, or or it's because of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles' hurt offensive line. Only time will tell. We got a long season, but. They showed up. They showed out at home, and that was a big win for the football team. Uh, uh, Ron Rivera is going through cancer treatment right now. He's battling. He couldn't even talk to the players at halftime. He had to get an IV. So the young, the young uh, quarterback Dwayne Haskins had to hype the team up. Apparently, he did a good job. So you never know. In 2020, all this stuff going on, who's to say who's going to be in the Super Bowl? You never know, man. It's going to be a long, crazy season. Uh, like I said, the Cardinals took care of business. Uh, against the 49ers. Bears came back on the road and beat the Detroit Lions. They were getting blown out. I got the NFL Sunday ticket. I'm watching games. I saw the bottom. That scored the bottom. I'm like, oh, the Lions got that game. I flicked to it at the end. Lions were losing. And then I, I turned to it just, uh, just in time to see the young rookie running back Swift from Georgia drop a game-winning touchdown pass at the end of the game with like four or five seconds left. So the Bears... Got to win. Detroit, still Detroit. I know I picked them to kind of maybe potentially be an upset team this year and maybe be on the fringe of maybe getting a wild card. But they're going to have to start showing up better than that. But they lost their home They lost their home to the Bears. Only one game, but hey, it's a divisional game. You know how those go. Packers, Vikings. Packers went on the road and beat the Vikings 43-34. to Just when you people start throwing dirt on Aaron Rodgers. 
he rose again and showed up and beat the Vikings like he always did, like he always does. You can always count on Aaron Rodgers to put them things on the Minnesota Vikings. He was 32 for 44. Look like old Aaron Rodgers. Not just Aaron Rodgers, but old Aaron Rodgers. Four touchdowns. He showed up like yesterday over the weekend, man. Didn't have much of a running game. They only got 66 yards rushing out of, out of uh, Jones. So, that didn't show up much, man. But Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, that combination right there is, is going to be deadly. If they keep them guys healthy, look out. Jets-Bills, not much talk about. Bills beat the Lonely Jets. Jets suck uh, half for years, and they're going to suck this year, too. Got issues with the coach, as usual. And they'll start running back, as usual. Blah, blah, blah. Same old thing. Jets, Jets, Jets. Seahawks went on the road. My favorite quarterback, Russell. I am Wilson. Went on the road and beat them Falcons 38-25. Took care of a lot of business, man. Uh, Russell, let me look up Russell's stats here real quick, man. He always do his thing. Russell was uh, 31 out of 35. Almost perfect, man. 322 yards. Four touchdowns. Got sacked three times because, you know, he holds on to that ball sometimes to make players, let players get open. No picks. So, Seattle did that thing. And the Hawks, uh, Atlanta Hawks still don't seem like that. I say Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Falcons still like they can't get things right. Still struggling. Next game, we got the Ravens and Browns, 38-6. Uh, blowout. Ravens might be the best team in football. Don't shock me. Don't shock. Be shocked if the Ravens don't go undefeated this year. I wouldn't shock me if they were 16-0. You heard it here first, y'all. They won one. I think they might have 15 in a row more left in them. We'll see. Raiders and Panthers. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders went on the road, won by four points. Panthers are rebuilding. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's their quarterback. They got a new coach they picked up from from the university, from Baylor University. A uh, high-powered offensive type guy. We'll see how that works. But they Raiders won uh, 34-30. That's a big win for old Chucky over there. In uh in Vegas, they opened up their new stadium this coming up week. Uh, I can't remember who they're playing, but I know they have their first home game coming up uh this week. So that'll be good, good for them. Not really the fans there because they ain't go to the game, but their uh stadium will be open, empty, just like that big old stadium for the Rams. Man, it's crazy all those big old empty seats. Man, no one can sit in there. Anyway, that's another story for another day. Like I said, the Jaguars took care of business. They beat the Colts twenty-seven to twenty. Uh, meant to magic, baby. Showed up, man, like he always does. That guy, something about that guy, man. He's got it in him. He got that it factor about him. Almost perfect 19 out of 20, man. He didn't have a lot of passion yards, but he only had one incompletion. Three touchdowns, no picks. So, uh, and the Colts. Those poor Colts, man. Phillip Rivers, they're going to try to depend on this guy. He threw the ball 46 times, man, on Sunday. That's way too many passes for a guy of his age. Of course, he threw two picks. We throw that ball that many times, and you got an older quarterback. You asking for a lot of interceptions. So they lost. Not really surprised about that. Uh, like I said, Cam got his first win, and we got into the game from third, last Thursday already. The Chiefs beating the Texans, blah, blah, blah. We already know about that. College football should be starting up. I already kind of started, but it's going to get live here pretty soon because apparently the Big Ten is going to start playing football at the end of October. I want to say the 23rd or 24th, they're going to start uh, playing some college football and they're going to do some some 15-minute coronavirus testing. They can give you a quick test and 15 minutes will know whether or not you have it. 
Sounds good, man. Maybe all the, all the teams should be doing that. That way, you'll know when you go on the field that you don't have it. It's not like, oh, you can you can go out there, we test you two or three days a week, and you're still going out there practicing. You know, in between, you can still catch it. But if they give you a test 15 minutes before you go out there for practice or a game, you'll know that you're corona-free. So uh, that's good. That's a good step in the good right. That's the right step in the right direction. We hope we hope that works out good for the Big Ten. And if it works out for them, hopefully all the other conferences can uh, follow suit because we have a lot of issues, man. Texas Tech came down. I believe they had 20 plus players that were either positive or around, so exposed to someone to have it. So that that's going to affect some of the Big 12 schedule come coming up pretty soon. We're going to have these guys have to sit out for two weeks. Or how many days that means a chance they can miss games for this practice and it's not going to be equal for all the teams so it's a really corona is really affecting uh not only the world but it's correct uh affecting the, the the world or sports and in baseball news man the world series is going to be played in the brand new spanking texas rangers baseball stadium uh, the Rangers are playing there right now, like all the other baseball teams are playing their games at home, you know, like it's regularly just no fans, but they're going to have the World Series there, which is probably a good selection. Uh, it's a brand new stadium. They actually have hotels inside of the stadium. So once they get the players in there, they don't have to worry about even busting them from hotels to the stadium. Everything's right there. They have restaurants, um, uh, Hotels, everything is going to be right there. So uh, once they get to the World Series, series that that should the Corona shouldn't be a problem. As long as players don't try to sneak sneak somebody in, <laughs> like some of those guys in the NFL and the NBA players, that idiot house that plays for the Houston Rockets, try to sneak in a female into the into this hotel room, even though his wife isn't at home with the kids. Oh man, don't get me started on that. Another story for another day. Don't be don't try, trying to be judgmental, but come on, bro. Think smarter. Not only are you putting your family at risk, you're also putting your team and everyone else at risk. But, you know, it is what it is. People make bad decisions every day. Uh, we just got to try to learn from them. All right, y'all. That's my thoughts on some of the things. This is Hump Day, baby, Wednesday. Uh, the NFL, I got into the NBA, a little baseball. We covered it all. And I hit you back Friday or Saturday so I can give you my picks for week two. Uh, the NFL. Oh, and tomorrow, Cleveland, Cincinnati matchup of the first overall picks of qu- quarterback the last couple of years. We'll see what happens with Baker Mayfield plays the quarterback for Cincinnati. Don't know who's going to win. They both kind of suck. Solon Sports, I'm out. <laughs>